Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. We spent $449.51 on groceries for our family of, well, three to four, depending on the week. This month, here is how we spent it and what we ate in the month of May. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I'm Chris Stavniak. I am a trained chef, more importantly, a busy mom and a grocery budget expert. And in this series, I am sharing with you everything that we spent and what we cooked throughout the month. This is not an exhaustive recap of everything we ate because I don't write it down that obsessively. But this is an overview of what I cooked for dinners. I'll give you some insight into what my kids ate and what they didn't eat, and also share with you a little bit of what we had for breakfast and lunches throughout the month as well. So we left you off last month at the beginning of a very busy month, getting ready to start preparing for two months of traveling this summer. As you are listening, we will be on the road somewhere between the Tampa Bay area and Rhode Island, my home state, and where we will be home basing for the months of June and July. So we had a busy month of lots of recipe testing on my part, getting all of the recipes tested for the 
this summer in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club and our summer mix and match family meal plan. And my husband left after the first week of the month to go up to Rhode Island to meet his team for the first couple of weeks of the sailing season. And then we are road tripping up to meet him. So this month, we only had four of us for dinner one and a half weeks out of the month. Then the rest of the month, it was just me and the girls. We did a mini pantry purge again, where we really focused on eating what was in the fridge and the freezer, especially. We made it most of the way through the freezer, the important stuff, at least before our travels. And we made it through a good amount of our pantry as well. So that in mind, we also had quite a bit of meat and fish in our freezer as well. So when I give you our grocery budget total of $449, it includes some meat because I didn't do a meat delivery this month. So I did buy some things on sale last month. I knew I was going to need it for work this month. So I would add on probably an additional $50 for things like steak and cod that I bought for work at the end of the month. If you want to be really realistic, we probably would have spent about $500 on groceries this month, which honestly is a bit more than I would have wanted to spend on just three of us. Like I said, the first week and a half, my husband was still here with us, but I had a lot of recipe testing to do. But still, we stayed well under our usual budget of $600 a month for the four of us. So we still ended up saving a little bit along the way. So how did this all break down? Just before the beginning of the month, I shopped at Aldi for a few things we needed. My mom was coming into town at the end of April, so I spent $43.36 at Aldi, grabbing a couple things to have for the weekend and the first week of the month. And then the second week, I also shopped at Aldi, and I spent $84.19. Now, this shop in particular, I did pick up some extra snacks and things we wanted to try because I was doing an Aldi video for my Aldi grocery guide. You can head back to previous episodes and listen to my three grocery guides, Aldi, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods. So for that particular trip, I did end up buying a few more snacks than we would normally buy, but $84.19 still well under our goal. My goal was to spend under $500 for the month. I forgot to mention that. I was like, okay, I know I have a lot of recipe testing to do, but my husband's gone for most of the month. So if we can save $100 this month, that would be great. If I didn't have recipe testing to do, I am positive we'd be able to do it under $400. The third week of the month is where it got a little crazy. So I went to Trader Joe's to do a pretty big stock up because As you might have noticed, I didn't do any stock up at Costco or Thrive Market or anything like that at the beginning of the month like we normally do. That's my typical grocery spending strategy. I do one big stock up, sometimes two at the beginning of the month. When I say sometimes two, I mean sometimes I go to two stores like I'll do Costco and Thrive Market or I'll just do a big Costco haul or I'll do like Thrive Market and a meat order online. So this month I didn't do that. We just went about each week buying what we needed and using what we had. So I did do a bigger stock up at Trader Joe's in the third week of the month, but this included a lot of things for our road trip. I bought a ton of road trip snacks at Trader Joe's. So I spent $195.47 total, and that also included a ton of things for our trip. So for our weekly groceries, 
that week, we only spent $82.49 if you want to break it down. And that included a special lunch I got for us for the beach that weekend. Instead of going and buying pub subs, which is what we will often do, we did a little beach picnic. You can actually see what we packed for the beach over on Instagram if you want to head and scroll back a few reels. I shared that as well. So we did spend $195.47, but that included a bunch of road trip snacks. And then the last week of the month, we shopped at Whole Foods and I spent $93.75. We did get a couple things for the road trip on there as well. And then because there's like four and a half weeks in the month of May, we did stop at Publix and buy a few things for the last few days we were in town. So just some produce items. We ended up getting some chicken nuggets for dinner one night and uh, a couple things for our trip as well. So we spent $32.72 at Publix as well. So all in, that comes to our total of $449.51. And that includes a lot of our road trip snacks, which comes into the next month. Now, to be perfectly transparent, we did eat out quite a bit more this month than we typically do as well. We didn't do any traveling this month up until our road trip, but we did eat out a few times. So we had lunch out three times total and dinner out two times total as well. So let's talk about how this all broke down in terms of meals. So week one, like I mentioned, we spent $43.36 at Aldi. I had gotten things separately for our Sunday meal, which was technically April 30th, and that was a barbecue with friends. We had Nick's team and their families over for a barbecue on the Sunday. So we did end up eating a lot of leftovers from that throughout the week. So Monday, we actually ended up having leftovers that night because my mom left and I didn't really want to cook because we had had a really busy weekend. So we had leftovers the first Monday. I didn't meal prep that week either because we did the Sunday barbecue with the friends. So I was cooking all day anyway. Tuesday, I jumped right back into recipe testing and I made my pulled pork. That recipe is going to be in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this upcoming month. It's so easy and so delicious. I had leftover homemade barbecue sauce, which I made for the families. And so I we served it with that. And I also made a quick slaw. We served that up on brioche buns with a salad on the side. And that was our dinner on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I grilled up some salmon Caesar salads. So that is what we had on Wednesday. I do a quick seven-minute salmon on the grill. I made my homemade Caesar dressing, and we just tossed that with some romaine lettuce, some homemade croutons, and some fresh Parmesan cheese. Very easy dinner and one of our favorites. Thursday that week, I needed to refoto my chicken fajitas. So I made up some chicken fajitas. You can do this with a marinade, which does make the chicken more tender, but I honestly prefer it pan seared, tossed in my fajita seasoning. And you can either do this on a sheet pan or on the pan, on a pan on the stove, which is my favorite way to prepare it. Peppers, onions, obviously it's fajitas. And we served that with some tortillas. Friday, my husband had an event he was going to. So usually we do some sort of family night. It was Cinco de Mayo. And instead of doing a family night, the kids and I did tostadas with some leftovers that we had from my cooking class on that Wednesday. We did nachos with the kids. And so we took some extra tortillas 
You can buy tostada shells, but I just toast them up under the broiler and we topped them with my beef I cook with homemade taco seasoning. We did some cilantro. We had some lettuce. We had some tomatoes. We had refried beans. And then we also had some of my chipotle ranch. Oh, and pickled onions. We love pickled onions. You probably know that by now. But most of those recipes are already on my website, so I'll link any of the recipes that I do have on my website. But like I said, this month I did a lot of recipe testing, so most of what I'm sharing is coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club in June and July. So definitely check out the Healthy Mama Cooking Club if you're already a part of it. And if you're not, you can get a week free and try it out. And it starts at just $3 a month for over 100 family-friendly recipes in our recipe vault and weekly meal inspiration with recipes. You'll get at least two, closer to four to six brand new recipes every single month. Two will always be member exclusive, so you can't get them anywhere else. So quick plug for the cooking club. I spent most of my time creating for the cooking club. Moving on to Saturday, it had been quite the busy week and I did not want to cook on Saturday. So I decided that we're going to do a pizza night. So we went to the beach because we had gone to the beach earlier that day for a couple hours. My older daughter is sailing now. And so what we do is we leave early, go to the beach, have lunch, drop her off at sailing. So when we do that, we have our beach pass for like the whole day. So we decided to do a beach dinner. So the kids put on their suits and we grabbed a pizza and some wings on the way, grabbed a couple beers, went and sat on the beach and had one last really nice family night before my husband left the next week. We knew it was going to be a busy few days, him getting ready to leave, me doing some recipe testing and also preparing for him to leave. So that was a nice family pizza night. Week two, we spent $84.19 at Aldi and That was the week my husband was only there for a couple nights. Sunday, we decided to do a DIY steak salad. So we had a bunch of leftover vegetables in our fridge. So we did spring greens. I put out some peaches. I put out blue cheese. I put out pickled onions. I put out tomatoes. I put out cucumbers. I put out my homemade poppy seed dressing, and I cooked up some steak on the grill. And so we did steak salads on Sunday. On Monday, I was working on a lemon thyme marinated pork recipe that I put on the grill with some grilled peaches and some grilled corn. Oh my gosh, that one is so good. It's coming to the family meal plan in July. And that we served with a simple arugula salad. The kids did not eat the arugula salad. They were not into that. They don't love arugula. So they did eat the pork, the corn, the peaches. I don't think I gave them an extra side that night. I might have given them some like tomatoes or something to go on the side. Usually, if my kids don't like the side I'm serving, I will offer them raw veggies or fruit, something that's already prepped in the fridge because I'm a huge advocate that we make one meal for the family. We'll do base meals where they can pick and choose and create their own meal out of what I've prepared, but I never, I'm not a shorter to cook. I never prepare separate meals. So I might have given them something, but I can't recall now. Tuesday, I was back working on the grill, so I made some Moroccan seasoned chicken skewers with tomatoes and onions, and then I served that with a couscous on the side. 
I had done a lot of recipe testing that day, so the rest of the week we ate leftovers from that. We had some pesto chicken zucchini boats on Wednesday, which the kids loved a lot more than I thought they would. Now, they like pesto. I wasn't sure how they would feel about it being in a grilled zucchini, and they loved it. So they had that. They had some quinoa on the side as well. I just had an extra zucchini boat for me. And then Thursday, we did a summer chicken bowl. I call it the heat of the summer bowl with some grilled chicken, tomatoes, corn, mozzarella cheese, and that is served over quinoa. That's why we had some quinoa for the pesto chicken zucchini boats as well. Friday, I was testing out my pulled pork nachos. So we used some pulled pork that I had frozen. I also tested this out later in the month using the carnitas from Trader Joe's. It worked beautifully. So we had that for Friday dinner, and Saturday was just all about leftovers. We were just cleaning out the fridge, anything we could eat. I have no idea what each one of us ate, but everyone had something that had a protein and a vegetable. That's usually my only goal for leftovers nights. That week for breakfast, oh, I forgot to share with you breakfast for week one, but it was likely smoothies. Yeah, because I was, it was Healthy Mama Smoothie Week. So lots of smoothies for breakfast weeks one and two. I mean, it's my typical breakfast anyway, but the kids had more smoothies as well. And uh, they typically have yogurt and or toast and chicken sausage on hand as well. So that was probably mixed in there too. And then uh, lots of leftovers for lunches. Those first two weeks, basically the entire month, we did leftovers for lunches. Other than the last week, we did a lot of like snack plates. I purchased things specifically so we would do snack plates those last few days just so that we would use up everything that we had before we left, but the rest of the month was just lots of leftovers, lots of recipe testing. Week three started with Mother's Day. We didn't do anything special. It was just me and the girls, so we just spent the day together. We had muffins in the morning. I did a workout, and then we went to Barnes & Noble and did some shopping. I treated myself to a couple books at Barnes & Noble. Kids got a couple books as well, and then we headed over to Whole Foods down the street, and we had lunch at Whole Foods. So we got sushi for me, and the kids got soup and Olipops. That was our Mother's Day lunch. And then for dinner, we did shortcut chicken Caesar wraps. I wanted to film a video. Yes, I did technically work on Mother's Day, but I love what I do. So it didn't feel like, I mean, it was a shortcut video. So it was very simple. But that's what we did. We sat and watched a movie together. I had a cocktail and that was our Mother's Day. This week was my last week of recipe testing and we had just gone to Trader Joe's. So we did that at the end of the week prior. So like I mentioned, we spent $195.47 total at Trader Joe's, and that included a lot of things for our trip, but it was $82.49 for the week for groceries. So on Monday, we used some of the non bread that we had in the fridge, actually from Aldi, not from Trader Joe's, but I do like the Trader Joe's non bread as well. And we made non bread pizzas, which is one of our favorite shortcut dinners. Normally, we have it for dinner, not for lunches, but again, trying to eat everything that I made. On Monday night for dinner, we did taco salads. I had been working on my cilantro jalapeno ranch recipe, and my kids are obsessed with it, especially my younger daughter. And so that was the dressing for our taco salads, and this was a base meal. So I served everything separately, and everyone could add whatever they wanted on top. So I made my taco beef. I did romaine. I did tomatoes. I did sharp cheddar cheese, pickled onions, jalapenos, which the kids didn't put on, corn. What else? Black beans and that cilantro jalapeno ranch, which is coming to 
Book Cooking Club. So that's what we had on Monday. On Tuesday, I made another steak salad. I had to test this again with a delicious basil dressing. So it is a arugula salad. The kids did not want arugula, so they had leftover romaine topped with peaches, blue cheese, tomatoes, pistachios, grilled or pan-seared steak, and a delicious creamy basil dressing. It is It's probably one of my favorite recipes I've created for the summer, and it's very simple. Wednesday, we did a bunch of leftovers because I had done recipe testing on Monday and Tuesday. So I did have some broccoli in the fridge I had intended on making the week prior that I didn't. So I wanted to cook that up before it went bad. So I roasted that broccoli that needed to be eaten. Myself and my older daughter had pasta with olives and capers. My younger daughter does not like Kalamata olives and capers in food. She will eat them separately. It is just what it is. And so I had made that as a dish, and that was what I had intended on having for our dinner. She didn't want that. And normally I would say this is what we're eating, but we did have other leftovers. So she had some chimichurri chicken, which she loved. And you guys, she dipped it in the cilantro jalapeno ranch and then drank the rest of the ranch off of her plate, not off of, not like out of the bottle. So we had my myself and my older daughter had pasta with olives and capers and whitefish and my younger daughter had some roasted broccoli and then chimichurri chicken and that's what she had for dinner. On Thursday, I actually made a special breakfast on Thursday morning because I needed to do some recipe testing before we went and hung out with some friends during the day. My friend made us the most incredible popsicles. They are coconut milk chocolate popsicles. She said the recipe is from Elena's Pantry. So I will link that. They were probably the best. They tasted like fudgicles and they were low sugar, made with coconut milk, delicious. I got off track there, but uh, I made waffles, protein waffles for breakfast for the kids. They were a banana blueberry protein waffle. Those are coming up in the cooking club meal plan as well. They were super tasty. The kids devoured those. We actually brought lunch to have with our friends after we went in the pool. And leftovers of the waffles were what my younger daughter chose for her lunch. My older daughter had some black bean corn and quinoa salad I had filmed a video on earlier that week. So that was part of our lunches that week I forgot to mention as well and I had some pesto chicken salad using some leftover chicken and leftover pesto we had in the fridge from when I made those pesto chicken zucchini boats so that was Thursday during the day and then for dinner I cooked up the rest of the steak and I made steak with chimichurri like I had mentioned I had made the chimichurri chicken as well chimichurri is one of my favorite sauces of all time but especially in the spring and the summer if you listen to to my sauces, dressings, and dips episode then I shared about chimichurri. It's a slightly spicy, but not too spicy for my kids when it's cooked with something. They don't like it straight up, so they just ate the straight up steak. Uh, but it's a little bit spicy, a little bit tangy, very herbaceous. It's delicious. And so that is what we had for dinner. Oh, we had the steak with chimichurri, and I also made a Brazilian-style potato salad. If you've never had Brazilian-style potato salad, it might be my personal favorite. It is made with carrots and olives, and that's kind of what sets it apart. I've heard some people will also add in raisins. I'm not a huge fan, so I do it with just green olives and carrots. It's very tasty. So that was Thursday. And then we ended up having lots of potato salad left over because my kids were only so-so about the potato salad. So my older daughter ate some. My younger daughter was like, no. So like I said, she loves olives but doesn't like them in food. 
Kids will be kids, right? Friday, I was working on a shortcut recipe, so we made some shortcut buffalo chicken sandwiches using the chicken meatballs from Trader Joe's. My kids don't like buffalo sauce. So I will tell you this is the one meal I made that we didn't just do like a base meal and everyone chose something different. This meal, the kids straight up refused, which is always fun, right? So what I did is I made about half of the meatballs. I cooked them all together in the air fryer, and then I add buffalo sauce to it after. I had predicted they might not want the buffalo meatballs. Now, my kids have eaten buffalo sauce before. They've eaten buffalo wings. So I decided to give it a try and see if they would have it in this form. Now, this is something my husband and I would absolutely love. And if we were to do this as a full family meal, I would probably do the same thing. I would cook all the meatballs together. The kids would do like a meatball sub style wrap and we would do the buffalo chicken wrap. So or I say wrap, but we actually served it on sub rolls or brioche hot dog rolls. So the kids had plain meatballs on brioche rolls with blue cheese sauce. And I had buffalo chicken meatballs and we just had some raw veggies on the side. So I still only cooked once. We still all ate together. My oldest was a little disappointed because she's like, I don't just want chicken meatballs and blue cheese sauce. And I'm like, well, you can either eat it or not. I'm still feeding you. I'm still giving you a meal. And uh, she doesn't normally complain. She is my very adventurous eater. So we don't normally get into conversations like that around food. If there's something she doesn't like, she just doesn't eat it. She puts it to the side. She asks for something similar but different. But it all worked out in the end. That's what we did for our Friday. Saturday, we did leftovers. So just leftovers of everything I mentioned. I I think I had leftover steak and potato salad. I think the kids did. Yeah, my oldest did leftover pasta. And my youngest, I think she did leftover meatballs and some veggies. So just to give you an idea of what leftover night can look for us, it's kind of a free-for-all. I pull everything out. Everyone chooses something. We heat it up if need be, and we all sit and have dinner together. And last but not least, week four, we shopped at Whole Foods, and this is my last week of doing recipe testing. So I spent $93.75 at Whole Foods. We had some protein to buy because we were out of the protein in the freezer at this point. So I had to buy a whole bunch of chicken, and uh, I had to buy chicken tenders, which made it more expensive significantly. Chicken tenders are quite expensive. They were like $10.99 a pound, which is much more than chicken breast, which is $5.99 a pound at Whole Foods. I had to buy some noodles for steak salad, and I would have normally bought those at Thrive Market, and they were like $5.99. So I spent more than I wanted to at Whole Foods, but we still stayed within our budget. So on Sunday, I made a skillet caprese chicken. I'm going to share that recipe over on Instagram. It's very, very simple. We had that with some couscous on the side. On Monday, I did a ton of recipe testing again. So I made some teriyaki chicken and I also made some chicken satay. So on Monday and Tuesday, we did teriyaki chicken bowls one night. And the next night I had tested larb lettuce cups and the kids decided they did not want them. Again, I'm sharing with you guys like this is our real life. When I do a ton of recipe testing during a month, which doesn't happen often, and we don't do a lot of family favorites, I have a lot more meals where the kids are like, oh, I'm not so sure. They tried it. They liked it. But they decided they wanted to do the chicken satay and coconut rice for dinner, which I had planned on having for lunch. 
thankfully, because it was just the three of us, we still had lots of leftovers we could have for lunches. But typically when I meal plan, I plan at least one to two meals every week that are family favorites that everyone's going to be super happy with. And I don't give the kids a whole bunch of new things all in one week. And when I say at least one, it's typically more like two family favorites each week. And then I'll recipe test the rest of the week. So this month was different. I gave the kids a lot of new recipes and they actually were very open to it. They did really well overall, I think, with going, okay, I don't really want this, but what's the other option? And we all ate really well. The only recipes my kids didn't really love were any of the salads with arugula. We swapped those out. Um, They liked the larb lettuce cups, but they would rather have the chicken satay, which they ate up. I should have made more. And the buffalo chicken sandwiches. And they were so-so on the uh, Brazilian t- uh, potato salad. So that was it. Everything else, they tried, they ate, even though it was a lot of new stuff I threw at them. Now, here's another real-life moment. On Wednesday, we needed to go out and run some errands. So we were out running errands, and all of a sudden, it completely started downpouring on us. If you have ever been to Florida around rainy season and we're just coming into rainy season, we're not even in rainy season right now, the the rain in Florida is unreal. At least our part of Florida. Obviously, I haven't been to every part of Florida, but the skies opened up and it was like torrential downpour. And we ended up like taking our time in the stores to avoid having to go out in the rain. And we ended up really hungry. And I don't often go out and run errands close to dinner time. And even though we had things in the fridge, I was like, you know what, you guys, we're not going to go out to eat on Saturday like we normally do. Let's just go and grab something out. So we went and grabbed five guys. I love their lettuce wrap burgers. Their fries are delicious. The kids had burgers. We had fast food. We don't do it often, but it Five Guys is probably my favorite. We like Chipotle too, uh, but if we're going to get fast food, we get Five Guys. So we had Five Guys for dinner on Wednesday. Thursday, we had a Thai-inspired steak and noodle salad, which was so good. The kids didn't love the herbs on it, but they liked everything else. I did my last little bit of recipe testing on Thursday. So Friday, we had a Greek salmon with a chopped Greek salad on the side. And then Saturday, I took the rest of the chopped Greek salad and turned it into shortcut Greek chicken meatball bowls with some crumbled feta, some couscous, some hummus. And you can always use quinoa in place of couscous if you're gluten-free. And those chicken meatballs from Trader Joe's. I had gotten two packs of the Trader Joe's chicken meatballs, which are our current favorite. They cook up in the air fryer in just six minutes. They're only $3.99 for four servings, which is pretty darn good. So for breakfast that week, I had done a lot of breakfast recipe testing that week. So we had chia pudding, frittatas, and meal prep breakfast sausage bowls. So that's what we had for breakfast that week. And then for lunches, we had leftovers. And I also made some Provencal tuna sandwiches and banh mi pork sandwiches. And so we had those for lunches as well. That was the last full week. And then coming into the weekend, I was done with recipe testing. I was done with work except for recording podcasts. And so we kept it super simple. The last few days coming into our trip, 
We didn't want any leftovers, so I had a couple things left in the freezer I wanted to use up. So on Sunday, I cooked up some Amy Lou chicken sausages and some quinoa. I made up some cauliflower rice for myself. I like cauliflower rice as rice on occasion. I just wanted to get in some extra veggies and use it up because I knew I only had a couple more smoothies left. So I was I put the rest in my smoothies the next couple of days. And then I cooked up some frozen pepper and onion blend from Trader Joe's. And I just saute that in a little bit of avocado oil with some sea salt, garlic powder, and Italian seasoning. So we had chicken sausage, peppers and onions, and quinoa and or cauliflower rice. And the kids ate the quinoa for breakfast for leftovers. They love quinoa for breakfast. They like it with butter and cheese and fruit or veggies on the side. Thanks to my mom. (laughs) My mom introduced them to steamed carrots. And I don't steam carrots ever because I don't like steamed carrots. So I will cook carrots in recipes or roast them. I love them roasted. And I like raw carrots too. It's one of the few raw veggies I like. I'm not a huge raw veggie person um, in terms of like snacking. I love cucumbers. I like carrots. I like peppers. I don't know why I'm sharing this with you, but they like steamed carrots. So they'll have steamed carrots on the side as well. I mean, they're getting in their nutrients, so I'm not worried. So that was Sunday. On Monday, we did chicken nuggets. I told you I went to Publix and spent $32 on a few extra things. I was like, we need another protein. We are out of protein. We did have some um, leftover hot dogs from the barbecue in the freezer. So I did defrost those, and the kids had those, as well as uh, pepperoni for their lunch protein when we did snack plates, but we needed something. So on Monday, we got some hormone antibiotic-free chicken nuggets, served it with some roasted broccoli and the Mediterranean chopped salad from Trader Joe's. I needed to use up. I thought I was going to have it for lunches, and I did not end up eating it for lunches. It is one of my favorites, by the way. I shared that on the Trader Joe's Grocery Guide episode. So that's what we had on Monday. And Tuesday, we had good old mac and cheese the night before we left. We had some leftover raw veggies that needed to be eaten, and that was it. Oh, no, it wasn't. We had hot dogs, too. We had hot dogs and mac and cheese. You guys, I never thought I would be on here sharing what we ate and what we spent and telling you that we had hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. Now, I don't put it together, but... My kids like both of them. And you know what? I don't hate it either. I don't put ketchup on it or anything like that. But it was Andy's mac and cheese and Applegate hot dogs. It was fine. It was dinner. And now it's today. I am recording this. I am editing it. I am putting it up to go live on Friday when you're listening or maybe a couple days after for our road trip. I have no idea. Actually, I do know what we're going to eat today. We packed snacks for lunches today, and we will eat dinner in Savannah, Georgia. So what we packed for our road trip are some grapes, some mini peppers, some tomatoes, snap peas, sliced carrots. I made up some energy balls. We did hard-cooked eggs, pepperoni, and baby bell cheeses. That's what we're going to eat Throughout the next couple of days, we made sure that all of our hotel rooms have fridges so we can make sure to maintain our food. We'll eat most of it in the first day or two, but we are basically doing like one full day of travel and then one day of exploring, full day of travel, full day of exploring until we get up to Rhode Island. I am not the type of person who can do like 12 hours in a day of driving. My dad can do that. My husband can do that, but that is not me. So we're doing like six hour blocks. So eventually we will get up there and I'm going to share a recap on our road trip and my road trip essentials food and beyond. 
over on Patreon later on in the month. So if you are curious, definitely check that out over on Patreon. And if you didn't already know, I am taking a break from social media from the month of June. So if you do want to connect with me, Patreon, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the best place to connect with me and get some awesome recipes as well. We have a ton of new recipes coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this month, like my famous pulled pork I mentioned, and those leftover pulled pork nachos with the jalapeno cilantro ranch, the one that my youngest daughter is obsessed with and drank off of her plate, the ultimate fresh summer taco salad, balsamic steak salad with peaches and blue cheese, those buffalo chicken meatball subs with options for your kids, the Thai noodle steak salad, ginger lime grilled chicken with Asian slaw, and so much more. They all have suggestions and adaptations for gluten-free, dairy-free, and I'm always there to give you suggestions for substitutions and swaps for kids for food sensitivities. That's why I'm there. I mean, also to create the recipes and connect with all of you. So if you haven't joined yet, you can get your first week free. Try it out. It's just patreon.com slash healthy mama Chris. And then it starts at just $3 a month or $5 a month if you want those bonus podcast episodes. It is the best way to both support the podcast, keep it as low ad as possible, and get early access to new recipes, member exclusive recipes every month access to our recipe vault with over 100 recipes and so much more. I have a bunch of quick tips that I filmed that I'm going to share with you throughout the month as well. So head to patreon.com slash healthy mama Chris. If I don't see you over there, I hope to connect with you over on Instagram in July. Look forward to episodes this month on summer shortcuts, low cook dinners for warm weather, tips to save money on food while traveling, and an ask me anything episode to cap off the fifth season of the podcast. And then we have some fun mini episodes coming up in July. Thank you as always for listening. Until next time, happy cooking. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. You never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.